Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. And Misty, thanks so much for listening. Some highlights from today's show. So they thought this guy had passed away and right before his, well, he's, he was an organ donor. Mm-hmm. Before they were, they kept him on life support so that, you know, he could be that organ donor for somebody. And next thing you know, they show him this video or they, he hears a video of his family and his legs start to move. Wow. Man. He was alive. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't brain dead like they thought. <laughs> How crazy that is that? That is insane. I know. I'm so glad they played that video. Absolutely. So we're just curious for you. What is your miracle story? 888-888-9976. You can text us at 58326. Leanne is with us from Michigan. Tell us what's going on. I have um, a four-year-old miracle. We had 13 years of infertility and tried all the things and three rounds of IVF and gave up on having babies. Changed our whole life. And one morning I woke up and I was super dizzy and my husband said, oh, you, you must have a brain tumor. You're not, there's no way, you're, there's no other explanation because you're not pregnant. There's nothing else that's there. Well, nope. Sure enough, I was pregnant after no trying no infertility medications and it was an awful pregnancy and scary and high risk and all the things and he was born at 32 weeks and god pulled him through and he's here with us that's awesome that is awesome yeah wow yeah Yeah. i like how the logical conclusion is brain tumor (laughs) right brain tumor oh my goodness it has to be that escalated very quickly yep you can't be (laughs) pregnant it must be brain tumor (laughs) Right, right. Talking miracle stories. We heard one earlier, and they just keep coming in. We want to hear yours. 888-888-9976. Don is with us from Phoenix. Tell us what happened. I have been blessed. I'm living on bonus time right now. What are you talking about? Well, I wasn't doing so well. It was Saturday and Sunday. My son comes to pick me up to go to church. He, He says, Dad, you don't look good. I'm having a hard time breathing. He said, we need to take you back to the hospital. So they took me back to the hospital. I walked into the emergency room, and it was a God thing. She took me right into the emergency room. The doctor came over, and he says, well, we need to do your blood pressure and an EKG. And about 30 minutes later, he come back and says, you just had a massive heart attack. Oh, my goodness. And I said, I did. He said, we can't operate on you right now. He said, this was Sunday. He says, we'll operate on you on Monday because your blood pressure is too high. Mm. And I said, okay. So my son called Pastor Calistat, a community of joy in Glendale, Arizona, who's been my best friend for 40 years. And he says, tell your dad not to worry. I'll pray. And he said he'd sit down in his easy chair. And the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, go see Don. Oh, wow. He got his Bible. He got in his car. He got over in front of the Cardinal Stadium. The Holy Spirit said, tell Don I'm going to give him a new heart and read Psalms 91. So he comes up to Banner Hospital and he opens the door and I see him and I said, what? Why are you here? He said, God sent me here. I said, what's God say? He said, God said he's going to get a new heart and read Psalms 91. I said, I received that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So what happened? And do you know what? The next morning they came in and operated and 10 minutes after they started the operation, the doctor said, uh-oh. And I said, what's that? I don't understand any of this stuff. He says, you received a heart. You got that new heart. You're a miracle guy. Get out of here. What? 
So your heart was completely yeah. fine. God healed me. All right, well, get out of here. <laughs> Family Life Radio. Hey, just a reminder for you. Maybe you deal with uh, anxiety, depression, and uh, I'm not sure if you knew this. Well, it happened in the Bible. Well, gosh, just read the Psalms. David had a lot of hard times. Oh, yes. He was always... <laughs> There's a lot of lament there. Right, exactly. <laughs> but also Elijah. There's a, a part in First Kings where he basically said to God that he wanted to die. Ask God to take my life. <laughs> and uh, this is what God said. Hey, here's some food. Why don't you have a nap? Take a nap here. So Elijah slept and ate and then woke up, felt better, <laughs> decided things weren't so bad after all. It's just it's fascinating how sometimes, I've, have you noticed this late in the day, things are awful sometimes? Oh, yes. Yes. It's like the world's coming to an end. Yes. My, uh, our 13-year-old son, oh my gosh, sometimes near the end of the day, it's like, the sky is falling and everything is just, Sam, just, you know, let's go to bed and you'll feel better the next day. And almost always, that's the case. You just, you just need a little zoo, you know. Yeah. Catch some Zs there. And mm-hmm. A little snacky snack. Yeah. Yeah, a little snacky snap and a nacky, nappy nap. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know, have you, have, have things, something just completely turned around? Maybe just because of a nap. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Give us a call. 888-888-9976. Do you know why you believe what you believe? Talking with Felicia Masonheimer this morning. She's a blogger, author, speaker, podcast host. And she has written this book, Every Woman, a Theologian. You know, I love how you open the book just right from the get-go in the introduction and sharing a story about you visiting with a friend and and the challenge that you had to face. It kind of seems like it was the breeding ground for the launch of this book. Yes, I was in a coffee shop in Virginia talking with a friend of mine who had been a Christian at one point in her life and was no longer professing to be a follower of Christ. And she was saying that she believed that you could just come to God through any religion, that it didn't really matter, that Jesus was a valid way to come to God, but he was only one of multiple ways. And I just shared with her that Jesus' own words were exclusive about himself. He said he was the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. So what I pointed out to her, it's totally fine to believe that you can come to God through any of these avenues, but you can't include Jesus in that framework because he's removed himself from it. He himself said, I'm exclusive and you can only come to God through me. So if someone decides I want to be a universalist, they can't include Jesus in their universalism. And so through that conversation, my friend and I had a great discussion about what does it mean that Christianity is exclusive? And um, it was a wonderful conversation, but I could not have had that conversation if I did not know what I believed and where in the Bible it came from. And that was kind of a, a point where I realized there's probably a lot of women who aren't trained like I am, I have a religion degree, who don't feel as equipped to have these conversations, but every Christian should be able to have them. There's only one way to get to heaven. That is through Jesus. Every Woman, a Theologian is the book. Amazing interview. Make sure you check it out on our podcast. I'm sure you've met or maybe work with or know people that are considered in the category 
extra grace required. <laughs> it's Kankel Fritz and friends with you on Family Life Radio. So how do you deal with unpleasant people? We found an article. We found some, uh, you know, God's way of dealing with it. First of all, to set up boundaries that are clear, consistent, enforceable. Uh, you don't have to hang around these people all the time. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Good thing. I th- you don't have to be unpleasant yourself. I think that's the number one thing is watch how you react. Yeah. Uh, and, Something you know, I struggle with. Yeah. Be willing <laughs> to walk away from it. And also pray for self-control and discernment. Mm. God, help me to control myself. This is another thing that you can do. Diffuse the situation by depersonalizing it. In other words, is this conflict really about you? Maybe it's not. Maybe they're just dealing with something awful. It's the hardest thing for me to do, as you well know. Like you've you've seen, you've witnessed it in action. I take everything so personally. Well, you know what helps me is to know something that a pastor told me a long time ago, and that is that hurting people hurt, hurt people. people. So there's something else going on inside that they're dealing with that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Love to know if this is a, a situation you've dealt with. How has God helped you in this area? 888-888-9976. Let us know. It's time for that good news of the day here on Family Life Radio. If you want to share your good news, 888-888-9976. Gail is with us. What's going on? I have a son that was incarcerated and... Through his incarceration, he was offered a number of programs, and most of them were Bible-based, which is awesome. And he took one up, and when he was released, he let me know he had been released. He had been saved through this one of these programs. The courts had decided that while he was incarcerated, he owed all this back child support. I told him, I said, you need to pray, and God will take care of it. Put it in the right hands. So take care of it. Mom, it's hard. I know that, but do it anyway. <laughs> do, it, do it for nobody else but yourself, but do it. So yeah. he did. Then he called me last week and he said, you are not going to believe what happened in court. He went from $41,000 in back support to 15000 And then when all was said and done, the judge asked his ex-wife she said are you satisfied with that she said i'll go you one better i don't want his money i don't want the past the present the future i don't want any of that he's trying to get his life in order and you guys holding him over a barrel is not helping i don't want it wow wow that's amazing now this is a girl that won't speak to anybody but she went into court completely unexpected he says mom i can't believe it i said i can you turned it over to god (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what you said you can't go halfway it's a good lesson for us all what am i not turning over to him Mm -hmm. am i holding something back partially who knows what god could do if we really do Give it to him. Amen. Wow. Exactly. I love that. What a story. So you're saying that that his ex-wife really had no interest in talking to him, doesn't like him, and here she is completely forgiving the debt. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Exactly. That's God. Only God, yes. But say only God can make that happen. Right. Love it. All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Hey, what's God doing in your life? What is your good news? We'd love to hear right now. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-888-9976. 888-
888-989-9976. Earlier we were talking about how do you deal with unpleasant people. And Debbie is with us. You said you got, a, I guess, some parallels when it comes to raising your own kids? My children, as they were growing up and going to school, when they had a situation where they had a bully, when someone is being mean to you, that it typically means that someone is being mean to them at home. Interesting. So, therefore, we have to be much nicer to them. Or if it was an impossible situation, then avoid them altogether. Yeah. But it worked out beautifully because my kids started to befriend and help other children that were being bullied. Mm. And I got many phone calls from parents who said that they just wanted to thank me because their child was being bullied. And now that my child befriended them and made a friendship with them, it really made a difference in their lives. Oh, that's neat. So yeah, it made me cry all the time. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I think it's really important that parents realize that, that yep. kids are being bullies because they're getting it from home, whether it be television or the media or, sadly, even their own parents. Well, I guess it goes back to what we said earlier, hurting people mm-hmm. hurt people. So yeah, absolutely. We don't know what's causing the hurt or where it's coming from, but, but yeah. We behave as to how we are raised. Mm-hmm. Kids are only as good as the adults in their lives. Mm, interesting statement. Who are their role models? Oh, yeah. That is good stuff. Yeah, well, thank you for all that you guys do. I've been listening for years, and I haven't regretted one second. Wow. <laughs> Glad it speaks to you. Oh, more than you know. I love what you do. God bless. Experience Hope. Family Life Radio. So we were talking earlier about the pandemic and how a lot of people... Really had a tough time, had depression for the first time because of the isolation of it all. Now, you said that uh, your church did something that helped through the whole thing? I sensed the same thing. When we went into the pandemic, I was a pastor. There was so much pressure to not be able to meet as a group uh, that we actually split up and went into about four or five different house churches. And we liked the fellowship so much that we never went back. And we were expanding, and now we have even more house churches going. And the fellowship that we needed was even deeper than what we had before. So rather than going back to normal, I think we went to something a little better than what we had before. So what you're saying is, to be safe, you figured, well, we'll just have people be in smaller groups together. Um, Right. And now, and it went so well, you just kept it that way. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. And we've had a lot of people join us that wouldn't go to a regular church. And they all say, you know, that they've learned more. And they've, it's just like a big family now. We have lunch, dinner together every once in a while. And, oh, cool. Uh, we take care of each other's needs more than we did before. And it's, it's really been a blessing <laughs> in disguise, I guess. There's dinner. <laughs> You should have seen his face light up when you mentioned food. Why am I not? (laughs) I'm going to be there. (laughs) Time for the Joy Report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. Hey, what's bringing you joy? Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. Glenn is with us right now. Tell us what's going on. I'm about two days to leaving where I've been living for the last 12 years. I'm going to join my wife in another state. and I'm in New Mexico. She had to go back home to Oklahoma about 20 months ago because she was homesick and she had grandchildren. I had my father and some other things to take care of, getting rid of our house. 
and I'm packing up and I'm getting ready to go. Well, that's going to be an exciting reunion. Yeah. Reunited and it feels so good. Also, Oklahoma, where the wind goes sweeping down the plains. Well, that's uh, that's great news. Congratulations. Yeah, it is. It's been a long time in coming. Oh, it'll be fun getting back together. Yeah. yeah, it is. I miss her. Hope it's a safe trip back. Yeah, I hope so. You can send me someone to help me load, though. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty is with us. What's on your mind? Family and I used to be homeless, and it was your 30-day challenge that, that brought me out of that depression. Mm. Wow. And if you don't know what the 30-day challenge is, it's where you listen to nothing but Family Life Radio for 30 days straight and see if it doesn't make a difference in your life. And you said the homelessness brought the depression and you were at a really low point in your life. It hadn't been the first time I had hit rock bottom. But seeing my family, my wife, my kid in a homeless situation and being so helpless, powerless to change those circumstances. Giving him everything was just simply giving him my hope. Yeah. Just, I got nothing left. Like, take it, just take mm. it. And he hasn't let me down ever since. I gave him my everything, not even realizing that all he was asking for was a relationship with him. Oh, that's beautiful. I listen to you guys all the time. Thank you so much for what you do. So you took the 30-day challenge, and you're saying that's what changed everything. I, I haven't stopped listening to you guys hmm. since then. So 30 days has turned into 365 times three and then some. <laughs> um, wow. You're, you're in my ear when I'm at work for 12 hours. I change earbuds when the batteries get low. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Man, what a story. Amazing that listening to Family Life Radio completely turned his life around. I want you to know this, that we're on the air because of listeners just like you and the music you love helps you and others experience hope just like dusty yeah and our spring fundraiser is going to begin soon if you give right now before it starts this is super fun you'll have a chance to win three thousand dollars free yes that is fifteen hundred dollars for you maybe fifteen hundred dollars to share with a friend or a family member in need with your giving or your pledge that awesome and just think you can be a part of a life turnaround so question for you has the radio station ministered to you well right now is this your moment to minister to somebody else would you give right now that $30 a month is the most popular giving level you can do that at myflr.org or call right now at 888-888-9976 how many more dusty stories of lives turnaround will we hear with your phone call today. Again, 888-888-9976. Go online at myflr.org. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to learn more about The Morning Show or to get in touch with us, head over to myflr.org. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.